Bangarang Rufio. It's lots out and away we go on another episode of Scruffy City Sports. I'm your host, Norm, as always, sitting in the captain's chair for this episode. I, I normally am. I don't know why I said that, but you know, it's just it's just how it goes. How's everybody doing? It has been a few weeks since we have done a podcast. We've got a lot of things to catch up on, mainly about three basketball games, a New Year's Day bowl game. And then wherever the wind takes us today, we might take a trip. We might do whatever, you know, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do, but, but buckle up buttercup. Cause we, we are in for a ride. Some may say this. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. But I know that I never left you all. You knew I wasn't going anywhere. It's just little break, little vacay, little holiday. If we were over in the UK, we could say a holiday. But we're back in live and in living color, and I'm just so glad to be sitting in front of a microphone, and you all have to listen to me, regardless of what happens. Well, let's just let's just get into it, shall we? Let's just no buffer music. Let's just jump right in. Did any of you all, I know I was able to make the trip down to Houston uh, to see the national championship game. I am so glad that Big Blue Nation, the Michigan Wolverines, won. I really had no vested interest in it at all, but if I'm here for chaos theory and the dark humor of everything, I really wanted that uh, old Jimmy Harbaugh up there to win and just kind of silently give the middle finger, the bird, to the NC2A uh, just because I feel like if, if your program, if, if you're going to come to me and sit high on your horse and say, oh, my program is not cheating, then I think you're just, I, I don't know what, what, what rock you're living under. I would fully hope that Josh Heupel and company over on the Hill, the, the Tennessee Volunteers, if you didn't get the Hill reference, are cheating. I hope they are. I hope they're going to whatever extremes necessary to win football games. And I hope cheating is one of them. And if you're going to tell me that they're not cheating, then I just, I don't know what rock you're living under. I don't know what cave you've crawled into, what crevice that you just think that you're high and mighty than everyone else. Because I guarantee you Alabama is cheating. I guarantee you Oregon's cheating. Texas, Ole Miss, Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, Notre Dame, Boston College, whoever mtsu raiders the tennessee tech eagles whoever whoever has a college program they are cheating to some degree and i'm here for it and i'm not against it everyone should be cheating if you're not cheating you're losing the first second place is the worst cheater this is just how it is if you're not doing a good job at it but we're not here to talk about cheating i mean we could be i guess but but anyway we're moving on from that I guess the biggest news other than Michigan winning the national championship in the college football ranks is the great one, the GOAT GOAT, Nicholas Saban, has decided that he's just going to up and retire this week, and that brought you know Paul Feinbaum to tears. It brought national media incumbents to tears. Uh, if you've seen the picture, and if, I, if you've not seen it, I will probably make it my image for the podcast this week is the shrine that they've built outside of Bryant-Denny State Stadium down there in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, uh, for the one and only Nick Saban. There was all kinds of four locos on the ground there, bottles of wine. He drinks the fully leaded Coke, so red label Coke, not the diet stuff. Oatmeal cream pies. Uh, there were signs that say, go well, go forth, my good and faithful servant. I think some people and the, some people I'm talking to here are the knuckle-dragging mouth breathers of Alabama fans, have thought that maybe Nick Sabian... Sabian? <laughs> uh, uh. 
Nick Saban uh, died, maybe, is the only way I can think of that. He didn't die. He just decided to retire from coaching. But, oh, wait, 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 the interview he did with Reese Davis is he's not actually retiring. He's just stepping back from coaching. He's still going to have an office there. He's still going to be mingling with Alabama players and coaches. And I just – I just I, – I, that's a weird vibe. I don't know if I was uh, Kellen DeBoard who was hired from Washington – to go there to replace Nick Saban, who uh, his fan base has given him three whole games to to correct the ship. Um, I just don't know how I'd feel about that. I, I feel like Nick Saban is he's got something up his sleeve. I feel like he's he's never been a big he's a fan of paying athletes. He's been doing that before NIL was a thing. He's been giving them bags of money for a long time now, and I think he just wants. It's the Wild West. And you've heard me come on here and say that I think NIL is great for the players. It's just it's crazy. I think like we need a salary cap per position, much like the NFL model. I think they just need to do that. I don't want these college athletes uh, to not get paid because I've said it on here before numerous times. They are one play, one freak accident away from never being able to play the sport that they have the God-given ability to play at a high level. And I think they need to make money for that. I think we just need to wrangle it in a little. Listen, uh, Norm, you're telling me all this, and, and you're paying your quarterback, Nico. I'm a believer. I'm a, I'm Emil Alhava. I don't even know how to say his name. I'm not Polynesian. I can't say his name. I'm a believer is what I'm going with, or just Nico. He's got a lot of nicknames going on. We've derailed. Nico Suave is probably my my favorite out of the the uh, the Polynesian sheriff. I think I've seen one. Uh, Nico Suave is probably my favorite that I've seen at the moment, but we've got a long way for football. But anyway, Nick Saban's still going to be ruling over the roost there uh, in Alabama. I, I am just here for it. I hope that their kingdom gets torn down. If you listen to Knoxville Sports Radio, you know who that's from. But I hope that it comes crashing down. I hope they go wander out in the wilderness for at least three to five years so Tennessee can be somewhat relevant again. I mean, we are relevant, but I just – I just if, if you forgot, before Saban was there – Alabama was Tennessee there for about 10, 15 years, and, and that's where we were, and I just want them to go back there and just, you know, drink a cup of, I don't know. I don't know what they're drinking. I just don't want to see them in the playoff every year like they have been. Nick, I'm not taking anything away from Nick Saban. He, this year was probably one of his best coaching years of all time. He is the greatest. Uh, I saw the stat where he was 11-1 and one in championship games. He's just – he's really good. He's a generational coach. And they've had two of them down there at Alabama, and I'm ready for them to to just just be mediocre for a few years. Just, you know, you can hear it in my voice that I just want them to be mediocre. Mid, as the kids would say, I guess. Uh, but hopefully that happens. Uh, Tennessee, I guess if we're going to talk more UT football. Uh, Tennessee, I guess that wasn't. We're just going to talk NCAA football. Tennessee won their game against Iowa back on January the 1st, which was, you know, roughly two-ish weeks ago, two, three weeks ago now that we're late doing a podcast. Uh, Nico looked good. I guess my big thing on bowl games, and I've said this for a long time, is if you win it, it meant something. If you lose it, we got good practice. So overall, I feel like bowl games are just kind of hit or miss. Uh, I'm glad we got the you know the extra few weeks of practice there with the kids. I'm glad Nico came out there, and I, I I I'm glad we're off the Joe Milton experience. I'm glad that someone got in his ear and said, "Hey Joe, I think it's it's best if you just step back. Why don't you just prepare for the NFL and just move on?" I think that's fantastic. I wish him nothing but the best, 
and success as him as a young man and his endeavors in the NFL or wherever his pro career takes him. But I was ready to get off that ride. I think Nico showed in that game that he has a much higher football IQ than Joe ever did. Uh, the the offense was back to looking very Hendon Hooker esque uh, before. You know, last year we've talked about that. We've talked about it. go back and listen to other podcasts. I'm just ready to move on from Joe, and I'm ready to see what the future holds with with Nico Suave. Speaking of Nico Suave, if you are not a volunteer club member, I don't know what you're doing. Please, please support them. But they have the um, lace that Nico has been selling that his mom makes. Please go get you one. That way, when we do like those Polynesian haka dances where they do the all that stuff, I feel less. Uh, that I am in cultural irrelevance when I say things like that because really the only thing I know that's Polynesian is the sauce I get at Chick-fil-A. I paused for dramatic effect there so you could laugh at my dad joke. Um, but really and truly, uh, I picked up one over the week. I'm super excited to uh, you know hang that in my memorabilia closet, a.k.a. my desk at work, uh, where it collects all my UT garbage. It's not garbage, but... Uh, the beholder on that i guess so we've talked ut they won 35 to nothing nico looked fantastic we picked up some kids in the transfer portal michigan won a whatever nick saban has moved on from life and we're just we're just living our best lives as far as college football goes now let's go over and uh, we're going to play a little buffer music so i can get me a little sip of some water and then uh, eat an oreo or two and then we'll come back and talk some basketball and then where the wind takes us I mean, I just, I know that you all know me, and we've had long talks, and you just know that I'm just enamored with Asian culture at the moment, TV, music, just anything and I, I also while we're here, while we're here, just living our best lives, that was a girl playing. I don't even know what the instrument is. I, I'm going to be honest with you; it looks like some type of guitar, but it's not. And she's playing Layla, by the one and only Eric Clapton. And I just, oh gosh, I just, I just, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. While we're on that, let's. Have you heard this? this listen to this. That hold on, this listen. Moto Moto. I don't know where I've got. Oh, that was on my TikToks. Baby Metal. I guess I missed out about eight years ago when Baby Metal came out. But it is. If you're listening for some hardcore, it's it's. I don't even know what genre of music it is. It's Japanese rock, but girls singing. I don't know the vibe that we're going for. I've got a lot of them, but it is fantastic is probably an understatement but it is fantastic it's called baby metal and it's gj with an exclamation point it's the name of the song it's just i don't i know we're going to talk about basketball and you're like norm come on now what are you doing here but let me skip forward a little so you can hear like say words other than just don't 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 don't
guess we missed it. Let's back up just a smidge, Norm, and continue. Again, no clue what they're saying other than moto moto, which I think means happy, happy, or happy, or I don't some word for being excited and happy. I don't know. I don't know. They could be cussing. I have no idea. I have no idea. But that's just, I'm just a little insight into where Norm is with his musical genre right now. And then it's in the Asian Isles. It's just over there. It's just hanging out. I know you all are just clamoring for that. But anyway, let's talk UT basketball. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the last game we talked about as far as UT basketball went. So what we're going to do is just talk about the SEC games which there's been three. Tennessee is now two and one. Spoiler alert. Oh, gosh, Norm, you ruined it for me. Uh, they beat uh, Ole Miss by like 30 the other day at home at the Tommy Bowl. I think that was last Saturday. Uh, and then we played Mississippi Mistake at Mississippi Mistake and lost. And then we played yesterday Georgia at Georgia and won. So we're going to high level all this real briefly. Zakai Ziegler, still the dog. He is still the D-O-G dog. He is bringing it every game, and I love to see it. I wish that some of our other players would take all of his tenacity, that's a good word to use, tenacity, and bottle it up, and they would drink it and, and just use some of that because he's just, I mean, he play, every play he just goes out there and gives it his all for the University of Tennessee. Dane Bradshaw said it the other day, and if you don't know who Dane Bradshaw is, I'm not going to tell you who he is. Go back and Google it said that he is probably Tennessee's the most um, fan-loved, biggest fan at the, that we've had in a long time. And I would agree with that. I mean, if you don't remember from a year or two ago when his house burnt down and Tennessee had to stop the donations because he made like $500,000 in like six hours uh, from just Tennessee fans just generously giving money to him and his family because they lost everything essentially in a fire. And I just, I just think he just embodies that. Every time, you know, people seem out and about he will stop and graciously give his time and talk and i just love to see a guy that's like five six that has a voice that's just so deep and if you don't know the story behind that um it's his mom who's like just barely older than him but anyway that's a different story his mom he used to come in there and complain about you know his older sisters because he's the youngest uh in his family picking on him and she would tell him to leave until he came back with his with his with his man voice and so he would come back and complain and she'd make him complain in his man voice and that's why it got very deep and that's the way it is now and if you've not heard him talk it is i mean it's like it's way down there on the low register and it's fantastic but anyway zakai's doing zakai things it is fantastic to see him backing up after he tore his acl last march april almost a year ago and he is back in full swing great to see it dalton connect has finally come back from his uh hiatus i guess you could say during the last several games uh he scored what was it 35 36 yesterday he's the only player in sec history to do that uh twice in a season big ups to dalton connect uh, he's also got an NIL brand with nothing too fancy and the volunteer club. So if you need to use some Dalton Connect merch, go find it out there. If, you, if you're one of those people, he's also an alumni hall in the ball shop. So you're looking, you're looking for some Dalton Connect 4, Connect 3 stuff. It's out there. You can find it. Uh, he's looked really good. Uh, Jonas Adu looked good yesterday against Georgia. They did win 86-75, I think was the score on that. Um, overall, we did lose to Mississippi State. I just, it was, it's hard. And you, and everyone, if you're not a basketball fan, and I have to remind myself of this sometimes too, that it is very difficult when you're a top 10 program 
top five is what we were last week, and you go on the road in the SEC, you're going to get everybody's best. You're in a hostile environment. Just think the Tommy Bowl seats like 22,000 people, and it's a raucous, I love the word, raucous environment. It's just hard to win in the, on the road in the SEC. Kentucky lost yesterday. Four of the top five teams in all the land lost on the road this week. So it's it's you have to step back. It's not like a football game where one loss means everything. Where you played, who you lost to, is it a quad one, quad two, quad three? All of those factors go into it. So don't get upset. The SEC is very deep this year. I, I personally think that 14 and 4, uh, 15 and 3, somewhere around in there is going to win you the league. We have one loss. We've got three more to give up before the end of the thing. So don't hit the panic button yet. Please don't play the purge uh, sound horn, the you know, the emergency broadcast thing. Don't hit it just yet on this basketball team. You saw yesterday and in spurts of against Mississippi State, why they are a top-caliber team. They do go in cold shooting spurts. They do sometimes look like, what are they doing on the offensive floor? But when you've got Dalton Connect, who can score 35 and just take over a game at will when he wants to, when he is motivated and feeling it, and, and he's got that tenacity, that mojo, that swag, big words that we don't use anymore, the dog in him, uh, he can just take over a game, and it's fantastic to see. And I, I'm going to be honest here. I was a UT basketball fan in the late 90s, early 2000s, checked out, and then checked back in when Bruce came around. And so he is probably the greatest athlete, that I, basketball player, that I've seen over there. I would say as much as I love Chris Lofton, probably better than Chris Lofton. Allen Houston was probably the next comparable person that I can remember, and I don't really remember those days. Uh, but he is fantastic, and he will take us. He will take this far, this team as far as he can take us. And I'm really excited to see it. I don't know if that's, you know, a Final Four, an Elite Eight. I don't know where it's going to be, but but I'm along for the ride is what I'm telling you, and I think you should enjoy the ride as well. Don't get down in the dumps. Don't check out like some of my, my – I've got a friend that I'm a group text with. He's checked out. He swore he's not going to watch any more UT basketball games. I've tried to bring him back. He's not going to do it. I think it's a little silly. He had a moment the other day. He's apologized for it, but he was a little upset. And, and sports will do that to you. It's fine. It's a safe space. Everyone in Tennessee was upset that we lost the game. We just have to move on. We just have to move on. Sports bring us together. They also rip us apart. They also will rip your heart out like a great movie. Okay, that is. I think that's it for basketball. This week, as far as basketball goes, let's see who we're playing. Shall we just chit-chat here? Let's do UT Sports. I don't. I really don't know. I know they play Alabama on the twentieth, which is uh, coming up on a Saturday, a week from yesterday. And I'm recording this on January the fourteenth, which is a Sunday afternoon. Buckling down for the winter apocalypse that's heading our way, which is just ridiculous. It's going to be really cold here in Knoxville. I'm sure it's really cold wherever you're at, wherever you're listening to me. But it is a frigid, frigid. It's going to be single digits, wind chills in the negative zeros. Just no, I'm just not here for it. My body is not built for that. It's not. I don't know if you've seen me lately. When you look at Norm, you think, God, he's a specimen. I'm not. Not at all. And I'm not built for cold weather at all. I'm cold 100% of the time. Anyway, so who we got this week? We've got Florida at home at the Tommy Bowl, which is Tuesday night at 7. And then we have Alabama on the 20th. And apparently that's slated for either a 12 or a 2 p.m. tip-off, which is, woo. It's early. 
on a Saturday. I do not like them early Saturday games. So that's what you're working with. Florida at home, Alabama at home. Alabama is trash. Florida is a little sneaky good, so that could be a matchup. But they're both at home. I'm going to say we're going 2-0 in basketball this week. I went out and said it. I said it, everyone. I said it. Okay, let's come back. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, I was teasing. I've been actually working on a little DJ stuff. I got some DJ equipment for Christmas, and uh, I'm, I'm teasing. I got a little excited. Got a little excited. I'm going to tease this is my next thing. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a few little movies and TV, and then, then, I don't know if I'm going to sing or not, but you've been forewarned, and then that's it. We're at like the 20-ish minute mark, so we're doing good, doing good. Listen to me. Here, I'm going to get up my turntables. Just listen. That really wasn't me. I would love to learn how to do that. I don't think, I mean, to me, watching these DJ people do that, it does not look that hard. I'm sure it is, but it doesn't look hard. I'm just going to be honest. If you're a DJ out there, you want to collab, you want to embarrass me because it doesn't look hard, I'm here for it. Let's do it. Did you see that? Fire is catching. And we burn. You burn with us. And that was Jennifer Lawrence telling that us, uh, if we burn, you burn with Actually, that was some random Michigan fan that I saw. Um, I didn't know. No, let's do this. This is All right, let's talk some movies and TV really quickly. And by really quickly, we're going to talk about one singular show and one singular show. I could not be more excited. I mean, more excited for the return of True Detective. If you have not, I have. I know that I've said this numerous times. True Detective is probably one of my favoriteest TV shows of all time. And I'm not counting just season one. I'm talking about season one, two, and three. If you have not watched True Detectives, True Detective Seasons 1 through 3, please, 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 please go watch it. Season 4 comes out tonight. It's got Kate Winslet. I love... It's not Kate Winslet, Norm. It's Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster, who I love. Hello, Clarice. Silence of the Lambs. I'm just so excited about this TV show. Now, listen... I have seen people out there who have watched it. I don't know how to become a screener. I want to become a screener so bad. I don't know how they do that. I have seen people that have reviewed it. The embargo must have been lifted today. That have said that see the episodes that they've watched of season one, which is a couple, they say it's just as good as season one. Now, listen, that is a bold, I mean, capitalized, italicized, bold, B-O-L-D, bold statement that you're going to tell me that season four of true detective is just as good as season one i am here for it if it is half as good it's still going to be fantastic now listen if you've not seen true detective i encourage you to go watch it if you like dark dark d-a-r-k dark dramas and there's some some voodoo-ish magic in season one you need to go watch it now listen don't sleep on season two and three there's going to be people out there that tell you that those seasons are garbage they're not 
You just need to watch them in this order so you will be fulfilled as a person and feel better about yourself. Okay, what you're going to do is you're going to start with season two. Norm, but it's not season one. They don't tie together. They're just in a cinematic universe, much like Marvel, who's off the rails. Season two does not go along with season one. Season three has one singular tie-in to season one. So you don't have to watch them in order. You don't. You're going to ruin your experience of True Detective if you watch them in season one, two, three. But they get progressively worse is what I'm trying to tell you. Watch season two. Vince Vaughn, this could be one of his greatest acting shows that he does. Vince Vaughn, season two. It's based in Las Vegas, Gangsters. It's also got Beth from Yellowstone. I don't know her name, but she plays Beth from Yellowstone. It's fantastic. It's got Colin, what's his name? Colin Farrell. Farrell. Not Will Farrell. Colin. It's fantastic. It's so good. Season two. Then you're going to go into season three. And remember, there is one news clipping paper that ties season three to one. So when you see the news clipping, you're going to have no idea what it's about. So it's not going to affect you at all. So watch season two, then season three. Then you're going to watch the creme de la creme season one with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. It is fantastic. Fantastic fantastic you're not going to miss anything you're going to see season one and be like oh that was in season three wasn't it the callback yes that's it that's all you're going to see it's fantastic i'm telling you please please i think there's like eight to ten episodes per season so you can knock those things out quickly if you wanted to then tonight nine o'clock hbo hbo max whatever they're calling themselves these days the max you're going to see the little tv turn on that glorious hbo sound with the static and the tv that we've all know and come to love on a sunday night because they own sunday night tv you will watch true detective season four and will it be good i don't know we will come back next week and talk about it regardless if it's trash or not but i am telling you right now it's worth your time it's worth your time i've not even seen it i'm not a screener i don't know how to become a screener i want to be a screener i want these people to reach out to me and say norm is this something you like yes it is no it's terrible i want that so if you know how to do it, I guess I just need to ask some of these TikTok kids that do it. They seem to do it. Some of their opinions are trash, and they still somehow manage to watch all that stuff. So anyway, you didn't come here for me to maybe – I don't know what we're doing anymore. I really don't. We've derailed. We've talked about Korean music. We talked about NCAA, Jim Harbaugh, Nick Saban. We've talked basketball. We've talked True Detective that I'm really excited about. I'm about to sing. But before we sing, I know we're at the almost 30-minute mark, and and I'm hard stopping at 30 minutes. Probably not. Probably going to be 35. But listen, we've got some housekeeping news and notes. I've been teasing this for several months now, but it is happening. It is happening, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to do a NASCAR-centric podcast which will be on the feed as a nascar podcast that will probably be the only thing that's on that episode is nascar stuff it's got me and some fellas it's plural there's going to be me and two guests so if you're tired of hearing me talk by myself you will hear one person and another person and maybe some special guests not gonna i'm not listen norm tell me no you can't twist my arm i'm not going to tell you you're just gonna have to buckle up just fasten your seatbelts, get your Hans device on, get ready to turn left, and we'll talk about it, okay? So NASCAR podcast is coming. I know you all know I don't know a lot about NASCAR. I'm pulling some ringers in, okay? I'm call- I've am i made some calls. I've got some people coming in. I will hold my own, though, ladies and gentlemen. 
February 4th, it's the Coliseum race. February 18th, the Daytona 500. Boogity, boogity, boogity. So get ready. I don't know who we're cheering for yet this year. Could be the Watermelon Man, Ross Chastain. I don't know. Could I could pull somebody else out. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Who are you going to cheer for? I don't know. I don't know. But that's where we're at. So NASCAR-centric podcast on the way. Um, some other podcast stuff. I don't know. Just NASCAR's heading down the way. We will probably turn the NASCAR thing into a motorsports-ish thing. I'm going to do my absolute darndest to get these guys to talk about Formula One as well. They know more about NASCAR. I feel like I know more about Formula One. So we're gonna we're gonna come at them hard, everyone. We're gonna we're gonna say who's your driver? Lewis Hamilton, Georgie Russell, uh, Fernando. Who who are you? Who's you? Who you got? Who you got? It better not be Verstappen, or we're gonna throw hands. Kidding, slightly. Um, so that's it. So that will be coming in the near future. That podcast will be out before the Daytona 500 race. I'm telling you right now, it will be out before the Daytona 500 race, and then we will have a recap of the five and so on and so on. You see how that's going to go. You all know me. I'm saying this now. It could it could change. It could go off the rails. I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know. That's that that's today, January 14th. By February 14th, it could be it could be totally different. I don't know, but that's what I'm telling you right now. Just to let you know. That's it for the podcast. Thank you for listening. This is episode one of season three, everyone. We're season three. This is technically year, I think, four of the podcast. We started when COVID hit in 2020. And so this is year four, but season three, because I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of breaks happening. But here in the last year and a half, two years, we have been pretty steady. So this is going to be season three, episode one of 2024. I don't know what last year was the year of the Barbie movie. Man, I you can tell that when I start I start jiving and start getting with it that I don't want to end the podcast and that's where we're at right now. But anyway, this is episode one, season three, January fourteenth, twenty twenty four. I'm so glad you all are still hanging on, still hanging out for the ride that is Scruffy City Sports. Who knows what we're gonna do this year? Try to do it big. You know, maybe maybe I'll go out there and try to get Daddy Tony Vitello to do a podcast with me. Or an interview i doubtful but you know we can we can hold on to hopes you know that's that's what it is there'll be lots of golf talk in the near distant future as well excited about that golf is about six weeks away from it being not dark at 5 15 in the afternoon in east tennessee so that's exciting nascar formula one baseball is right around the corner the vols play in exactly almost a month down in dallas as well for a mlb tournament draft something classic I will get you all that stuff. Transfer news for the baseball balls. You all know I start hitting my stride when we start talking baseball. And pop culture stuff, it's just, oh, Norm, you're rambling. I love each and every one of you. I hope that you got some great news over the holiday season. I hope whatever battles and demons you've been dealing with are gone to the wayside, and you're just living your best life right now, everybody. It's a new year, new you, new you, new year. Isn't that right? I think that's the saying. I hope your resolutions are you're sticking with them or you broke them. I don't really care. I'm not a New Year's resolution guy. So that's it for the podcast. We're going to sing something because I'm, I'm really at the moment feeling myself. I'm going to be honest. We're going to buffer, sing, and then I will see each and every one of you later. Okay? Love you. Goodbye. We've been on the run, driving in the sun, looking out for number one.
California, here we come Right back where we started from well, Hustlers, gunner, guns, your shadows, white a ton Driving down the 101 California, here we come Right back where we started from California Nothing's gonna stop me now California, here we come Right back where we started from I pedal to the floor Thinking of a roar Gotta get us to the show California, here we come Right back where we started from California California, California, here we come. I think I've done pretty good at this song. What do you think? I think so. California, here we come. Right back where we started from. So I forgot now that I'm really hyper. I should what I should start doing is singing and then that will hype me up for the rest of the podcast. I forgot. I got a letter. I got a Christmas gift uh from a good friend of the podcast, uh Wynum and Dynam 69. I don't know if you all remember that. That's Watson uh from Vanderbilt. You gotta go way back in the podcast druthers uh to about uh the Tennessee Vanderbilt series from 2022. Uh, no idea what number that is, um, but that is when Jordan Beck, a.k.a. Mike Concho, got in trouble with the bat, the sticker on the bat. We had a guest call in, Wynum and Dynum, 69 Watson. I think it's Watson. Uh, from there, sent me a George Russell diecast car. So I guess we're going to have to try and get Wynum and Dynum back on the podcast again. 
super excited. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't know where you can get Formula One diecast cars, but it's really cool. And that he knew that George Russell's my favorite driver. So that's pretty cool. Shout out to Wineham and Dynam 69 uh, Send him a Twitter or X. Thank you if you get the chance. And that's it. I've rambled long enough, everyone. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for sticking around if you got to listen to me sing uh, The Phantom Planet, California. Uh, if you didn't, you missed out. I feel like I did a, a decent job of doing that. Until next week, everyone, we will talk about ba- our basketball next week and then where the wind takes us. I love each and every one of your smiling, beautiful, beautiful faces. Bye.